Hey guys, welcome back. Today we are going to be discussing our inner child trauma, something I've been working on recently. Um, This is trauma that has happened to you as you were a child, typically around the age of seven and younger. I've been working on this meditation by an Instagrammer. Her name is Mind Body Haven. If you're not following her, you should check out her page. She has tons of information on just child trauma. Um, she actually has a meditation for it that I used during my during my meditation. So if you go to her Instagram page, Mind Body Haven, uh, there's a link in her profile that will take you to her website where the meditation is there. If you would like to follow along with that one, um, I highly recommend it. It is so powerful. It just, it was life-changing. I did a journal entry afterwards, which is, I'd used an insert from that journal entry for my blog post yesterday. Um, I know it was a little bit darker than something I would normally post. It's a little deeper, but, you know, sometimes we just have to go there and get those things out and revisit our childhood. So, today I just kind of wanted to talk about um, my childhood just a little. I don't want to get too deep on the negative side of everything. Um, I'm really in a healing process right now and using that meditation and that time to myself is just very important. Um, they recommend 15 to 30 minutes of meditation for your inner child daily. So if you were able to do that, I just highly recommend it. It's basically you're going to sit down and do your regular meditation or if you're walking, however you meditate. So if you're washing dishes or you're in the shower, um, anything that makes you focus on a task um, at, at the task at hand and then you basically will, in your mind, revisit your childhood. Revisit the actual child that you were. So if you, if a memory of your childhood comes up, or maybe you can just visualize yourself at age seven, eight, nine. I actually, I know they recommend um, visiting your childhood from age seven and, and before, but if you cannot remember that age, which a lot of people can't, and a lot of people have actually blocked those memories out. Um, just starting with whatever age that you can remember, whatever age that you feel comfortable remembering will help tremendously. And you can just start there and work your way into um, remembering stuff from when you were younger. So when I first did it, I started out remembering the first memory I have when I think about my childhood, which isn't even my childhood, it's my teenage years, is when I was 14 um, in my first year of high school. Um, probably because that's just when most of my, let's see, basically like, I'm not going to say the most trauma happened, but it was when I was most aware of the situations around me when I was finally coming to this realization. And just in high school, I think a lot of things happen to you and the parts of your brain when you're 18 and younger, I think it maybe maybe it's 21 and younger, um, 
the parts of your brain aren't developed completely yet. So everything that happens to you, especially in high school, because that's whenever our like little independent lives are starting to form, um, anything that happens to you, it's going to be over stimulated. It's going to be exaggerated. It's going to be dramatic, right? So in high school, I just think that the things that happened to me at that, at that age, um, were just such a big deal to me, you know? So when I think back about my childhood, the first age that pops up to me is age 14 and I'm actually free talking right now. Um, I think it just works better for me to go ahead and just talk about whatever comes to my mind, whatever comes to my heart, because that will guide me more easily than if I'm trying to go off of an outline or something I've already written. So bear with me here. If I have some pauses, we're just going to go off what source is telling me to talk about or what my higher self is telling me to talk about. We're going to take a quick break and I will be right back with our next segment of this podcast. pick up right where we left off on that last section um just speaking about my inner child uh where I first remember some trauma so what comes up for me personally is the first thing that comes up for me as a teenage as a teenager so if you are doing this meditation and the first thing that comes up for you isn't seven years old or younger that is completely okay. So what they want you to do in this meditation is to allow yourself to be present with yourself, just to think about anything that comes up and whatever comes up for you is perfectly exactly what it's supposed to be. So imagine you're in a room with your younger self and if you have a child, you will understand this a lot better, but you don't want to force them to think about certain memories. You don't want to um, tell them what to think. You just want to like be very patient with them. Let them, let whatever comes up, come up. And even if it's like, even if it's just you visualizing yourself as a younger child and say, you don't remember, you have no memory of 10 years old or younger. All you can remember is when you're a teenager. Just start there and just have patience with yourself. And this is a practice. So every day that you practice it at 15 minutes to 30 minutes a day, you're going to get better at that and different things will come up for you at the right times that they're supposed to come up for you. So just be patient with yourself. Don't rush yourself. Don't be hard on yourself because you are, the practice is you are speaking to your younger self. So if whatever way that you would speak to a child, you need to be speaking to yourself in that same manner. So just have patience with yourself. I can't say that enough. Um, And whatever comes up, let that be. Nothing is right. Nothing is wrong. So when I did this meditation, the first thing that I can remember was being 14 years old. And I think that's because, so when we are in, when we are in high school and we are in those more independent ages, 
Um, our mind is still not fully developed, so everything is very dramatic. Everything is over-exaggerated. Um, we just think the world is coming to a complete end when something bad happens to us, right? So I was also just a very sensitive 14-year-old, <laughs> a very emotional 14-year-old. So at this time in my life, um, I was having to do chores more often, which is completely understandable. Uh, something I still live by that I learned at that age was you have to have your responsibilities done first before you can play, which I think is still very valuable um, as an adult. And I'm very thankful that I was taught that way. So at that age, I had to do the dishes at my house every day when I got home from school. So we didn't have a dishwasher, and so I was very... I, I just despised doing these dishes every day. I think it was mainly because it was something that I had to do before I could do anything else. And I was just like, ugh, I don't want to do this every single day. Like, yeah, I can't go to my friend's house or do anything until I go home and do this first. So, typical teenager. <laughs> um, so I had a dad who, now looking back, I know had some mental struggles and... Um, I can completely understand that as a 30-year-old woman now, seeing, I can see the patterns and I can see those things. So at the time, obviously, when I was 14, I completely did not see those things. And so if I didn't clean a dish completely 100% perfect, I didn't have that, that caring, understanding uh, patience to explain to me what was wrong. I just had a dad who was very upset and didn't know how to navigate his feelings. So I would get in trouble and have to, and it was in an angry way, I would have to go and redo dishes that I had already spent the time cleaning. And as a teenager, I'm just like, oh, this is ridiculous. And also just feeling scared of not having done things perfectly living up to those expectations of not I just not wanting to do it again so I would have to make sure that everything was to his standards which obviously you can see the wrongs there in the parenting um, but I'm not going to go into more of like a negative blameful bashing my father at this time in this podcast I'm just going to kind of skim through these subjects so that was my 14-year-old trauma experience. I remember doing the dishes every single day, and I remember one time coming home from school, and I had just had it. I did not want to do the dishes that day. I had so much going on in my inner world in high school, which is a whole nother podcast. Um, so much other trauma, emotions everything. So when I came home that day, I remember uh, just bawling my eyes out. I could not control it. And I, and in my household, it was a very like, don't show your emotions. Um, and this is only true for my dad. Okay. So, and we'll get into that in a later time, but my mom, she was very open to, she was very caring, very available, 
we could come to her with anything and cry our eyes out. But at this particular time, my mom wasn't. My mom worked until about 6 p.m. every day um, in this time of my life. So she wasn't home. And I remember my dad being there. And we normally just had, we weren't allowed to be upset about doing the things that were expected of us. We just had to do those things. And I know a lot of people who have grown up in those similar situations and um, those similar dynamics. So this particular day, I was like, I'm not going to hold it in. I'm not going to keep in how I feel because it's so much today. And I remember going over to the dishes, filling up the sink with soapy water and going to wash the first first dish and just bawling my eyes out, just crying right there. I could not control it. And it was the very first time ever that my dad came over to me and we didn't even talk about it. We didn't discuss anything. No words were exchanged. He just got another sponge and started helping me do the dishes. And to me, that was what I had needed for so long, and we'll get into that later, but for my entire life, basically my entire childhood. So that's the first thing that comes up for me when I think about when I'm sitting with my younger self and I am visualizing just the first time that I felt an acceptance Um, not even an acceptance, it's more of a comfort, the, um, the permission to feel. That's exactly what it is. It's the permission to feel. And we did the dishes together that one day, (laughs) that one and only day. Um, and yeah, I do. That's just the first thing that comes up to me when I'm 14. Obviously I posted in my blog, um, some deeper stuff when I was six years old and nine years old when my dad was at his worst. Um, so my dad, he, when he was first with my mother, when he was younger, my parents got together when they were about 20, 21 years old. He had some very, some anger issues, some BPD issues. I believe now he's not been fully diagnosed, some bipolar issues, things like that. Um, that he still to this day hasn't um, worked through. But with age, with him particularly, with age, he gets better. Um, I think more understanding, more experiences, just more knowledge. Um, He becomes a better person. And so at this particular time in my life, I'm not speaking to him just because I'm going through a very healing process of my childhood, but um, what I'm getting to is in my blog, I talked about age 14, age 6, and age 9, and today I'm not going to touch on what I talked about as the 6-year-old and as the 9-year-old because those are very more, those are much more deeper emotions, um, and I'm still sifting through those at this time. So I just wanted to touch today on my first segment of my blog at 14 years old. If you do want to read about what I had wrote about my six-year-old self and my nine-year-old self, you can view that at my blog, 
which again is destinyjcalvert.wordpress.com. It is completely free and it is up right now on my blog site and it is titled An Insert from My Inner Child Healing. So yeah, thank you guys today for joining me to discuss and ramble about my dishes. Um, To this day, Daniel does the dishes for me. Thank goodness. Um, I cannot, I I just hate them. I hate them so much. I obviously do them when I have to do them. I don't like leaving dishes in the sink, but Daniel's amazing at taking over that particular task because it just drains me for some reason. I mean, for those reasons, <laughs> basically. Um, so yeah, I'm glad that we, I'm, I wanted to get a little bit deeper today, but also leave it a little bit lighthearted. Um, and I know that a ton of you have similar experiences as kids and I'm, I'm so excited for us as a collective to start going into our inner child and digging those cobwebs up. You know what I'm saying? Like, go in there, clean them out, and heal yourself. Heal yourself from all of your trauma that you've had just sitting inside of you all these years. If you have any questions, you can always message me on any of my social medias. They are all Destiny J. Calvert. And I would love to talk about anything that you want to talk about, any of your child trauma. If you want to do the meditation and you want to talk about that, I just did it last week and I'm actually going to do another one today. Um, I'm going to try to start slowly, 15 minutes, get in there and clean up that trauma. So if you're with me and you're doing this same thing, uh, let me know. I would love to talk about it. Thanks for joining me, you guys, and I will see you on our next episode.